And we are live. Welcome back to On The King's Dime. It's Monday night, uh, a couple of days after the Kings bounce back to beat the Taipans and kickstart our season with a win. We're going to talk about that. We're going to also preview the upcoming Brisbane game that is tomorrow on Australia Day. So I hope everyone out there is uh, geared up for that. Make sure you get your tips in too. Just a reminder that the round starts tomorrow. Get those tips in. And uh, yeah, as always, like, share and subscribe. We are on YouTube, Facebook. We're also on uh, podcast places, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. We're on uh, Podcast Addict, I believe now. Trying to share that out. If you want to watch, uh, listen to us in audio form, you can do that. We're also live on Facebook right now. If you want to watch us on Facebook, get over there and w- get over here and watch us. And yeah, interesting, interesting bounce back win against the Taipans. It was a solid outing. Great effort. It was a great game. Like, it, you know, I think I always like watching Cairns. I think they're a great team. They're fun to watch. Got some good plays. And it was good to see the boys pull a, a bounce back win. Mm. It was a solid, uh, solid bounce back. I think just to go back to that game, that first game, did you feel like we played well in that game anyway? Like, I, I, I thought we played like- well enough. I thought we played well enough and we're unlucky. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't necessarily win. say unlucky. I would say uh, I'd, I, like, we played it well enough to win the first game. So there's a, there's a chance we could be like 2-0 and o right now. But yeah, it is what it is, I suppose. That's what, what you have to look at. They, they went back to the drawing board and they got their first win for 40. Mm. And um, the rest is history. But it was a great game on both sides. Cairns always fun to watch. I'm not, yeah, Brisbane... Yeah. yeah, that's all right. We'll, we'll get to. Well, you can have some time to think about that in your subconscious while we're while we're doing this episode. Um, but I thought that that first game actually, when I rewatched it and I did that video on like things we needed to fix up, kind of changed my perspective on how we played. Like I thought that wasn't the greatest performance. Like at the time, emotional. Like thinking about it after the game. But when I actually looked at the game, I thought like we played really well. Like we were, played really well in transition. We had some guys get out and run. Um, obviously, Didi was injured for this game, and it changed the whole perspective on how we had to play this game. Um, I think if you substitute in DJ for Didi, I think we look like a much faster, much more mobile team. Like Didi, Didi's a shooter; he likes to like like bring the ball up and stand in the corner and shoot the ball. Whereas DJ wants to score everywhere. Like he he got into some positions to score the ball in different different spots. And I think that's going forward. That's going to be an interesting wrinkle for us to throw at these teams. Um, so it was a little, not necessarily a blessing in disguise that Didi was out, but I think it, it changed the way we played for the better. Um, and it was a, it was a more robust performance in general. How do you, more how do you robust. think? Well, I think that, um, yeah, definitely. Well, we saw more of Jarrell Martin. That's a big one. Mm. Um, and we saw the skills that he can bring to the team. We also saw Casper where do something he hasn't done in a long time and that's shoot the three ball well. Mm. And I don't even mean like dropping them. He just shot the three ball well. There wasn't these late hoofs over overhands. They were good coming off screens, coming around curls, getting open looks. And um, you'd expect him to hit those, and that's exactly what he did. I thought Casper actually played extremely well mm. as compared to his first performance, which was shooting the rush threes in breakdown offense, shooting over people, shooting deep threes. Um, this was just an all-around better performance. So you add those two together with, you know, more of, of DJ and, man, that dirty, long bomb he hit, I think, with about three minutes yeah. to go. 
Oof. huge, huge dinosaur balls on that shot, man. <laughs> like, and that was a big moment for him too. I think he he had played quite well in this game, and I'm interested to see. Like, he's got no um, no fear at all. Uh, he, no, no. he that he started the game with that um, up fake on Oliver, just completely got him off the floor, got that foul. Like it was a shame. Like I think him in a few years when he's a little bit stronger, he'll probably you know put that in or at least get a shot off at the bucket on those sort of up fakes when he gets fouled. But that set a tone for me. Like I saw that straight away and just thought, wow, that's that's a really high level play for a young guy in his first season, um, especially getting one of the best shot blockers in the league. I think Oliver had six blocks in this game. Uh, no, three blocks in this game. I think six over the course of the two games. Um, but the like for him to have this much of an impact at the start, did you feel like he would? He would. I would hoped he would. Hmm. Um, I didn't know if Casper was going to allow that. I think you know, obviously, <laughs> not being a facilitative point guard, we we we, hmm. we we don't really we haven't seen a lot of pin down screens. We've seen some coming off the curls, um, but. You just you didn't know what this team was going to bring this year. It's a it's a, a, pr- a pretty fresh faced team. He's coming straight out of college. Um, but yeah, man, he's he's looking almost like a JJ Reddick clone, Tyler Hero clone. Just just some big balls and and ready to shoot the ball at, at any stage, uh, which is good because it keeps teams on their it keeps teams on their guard, but it also allows lanes for Casper to get to the hoop. I think you know when you've mm-hmm. got Craig Moller who's trying to get close to the cup when you've got Jordan Hunter, who's trying to get close to the cup. All the brand new he's getting to the cup with superior ease on, on it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yep. Um, but just the fact that DJ can shoot from 30, 30 feet, you know, it just it clears some lanes and brings guards out that um they're gonna be quick and come over and help space cam in, in the in the double team or any any center in the double team. Mm. Um, which is, you know, we really struggle getting contested shots to drop. I've seen that over the first two games. Um, you know, obviously, fever is different to NBA. You're not really pulling one-on-one. You're kind of sometimes running into two guys and trying to shoot over them, which is never a a great look or a, or a high-percentage shot. Mm. So Craig Moller in this game, or in these both of these games, I think he had a, a pretty good matchup on Majok Deng. Um, he's not known for his scoring, and he's not known as you know an, a general sort of smooth scorer in this outfit. But at the same time, I think he had an, a, a, a role that basically get in there, you know, got dunked on by Oliver. We'll talk about that. We'll have a quick <laughs> chat about that. That would be Wilson imprint on his forehead. But at the same time, like one of the worst guys to have a massive poster on because he's just like, yeah, I don't care. I'll, I'll try yeah. and contest your shot next time. I do not give a stuff whether you're dunking all over me. Um, so I thought like he showed heaps of character defensively in this game. It was a nice matchup on Deng. Um, he is not shooting the ball that well. Um, I still like that he has no fear. He's kind of still shooting it. But at the same time, if he can convert some of these, you know, drives where he terminates his dribble, like almost in the teeth of the defense, yeah. Um, I think he's kind of got to work that out. And I, But I also think he's giving this team some spacing options too. Spacing like he's not getting options. in people's ways. I felt like after watching this year and watching some of last year, like he was, you know, uh, like a – you know, a mechanics guy in the middle of the offense. You know, oh, I'll do this, I'll do that. Like now I feel like he's got kind of a defined role where he kind of gets out of people's way, you know, sets a few screens up high. He's, he's playing that um, Xavier Cooks role yeah. in the way that we kind of would have Xavier Cooks in this team. 
Um, so I think he he's kind of ha- although he's not scoring the ball that well, I think he's he's have a good um, good impact on the defensive end, which has been and, good and, and on the glass, both offensive and defensive. Mm, I think five been... rebounds in this. He had four assists yeah. as well, so I think that sort of shows that you know he doesn't need to score the ball; can facilitate. Yeah. Like I've noticed in these these two games also that there like there's a lot of dump offs and a lot of okay, we're getting, there's a few blocks happening here. Let's not just go straight up into the D. We'll, we'll like dump it off. We'll find guys. We'll kick it back out, which, you know, we had a year of basically doing that under Will Weaver last year. So we're, we're quite good at, quite well versed in sort of kicking the ball back out and driving it, which was good as well. Um, first thing we probably should delve delve into was that Casper performance. Very mature performance, I think. Um, I, like you touched on it to see him basically like almost in a way in his game, except that he's not shooting the three ball. Well, I think he's, his little th- run of threes came in the third quarter where yeah. he, he hadn't taken a shot until I uh, hadn't taken a three until the third quarter. And I think for him, it showed us a, a side of his game that we haven't really seen yet. And it took me all the way back to Randall. When you were watching Randall back in the, back in the day, early days of Andrew Bogut, trying to have to work this out, and not just be, you know, I've got to just gun the ball here. Yeah. Um, and I was really proud of that performance. It was a really mature performance. He, he linked up the offense. You know, he didn't just look for his shot, passed it around. And then once he was hitting him, he went for a few and then, you know, cooled off a little bit. Like he's always going to have a heat check moment. If he's hit three in a row, he's going to just keep shooting. You know, he cooled off a little bit and then just like, all right, I'll facilitate a little bit more, get to the hoop, which was good. Yeah, I think that he picked picked his sh- sh- um, shots at the right time, and yeah, that heat check kind of didn't go in, and you know, didn't just hoik up merciless threes after that, which was good to see. I think that's that's the game as well. Is that you know, the cans were allowing you to get to the hoop. You got to play that game, mm. um, and if there's a three on offer with a good screen, or you know, I that down screen man, he shot coming into that down screen, and that's how you hit him. That's mm. how you hit them for mm. two years at Melbourne. Like you got to play that. Yeah, you know, come and set a double pick um, up high and let him shoot on the down screen. No brainer. No yeah, brainer. so there was there was one like a really long one. I think they hit the front of the rim, went up off the backboard and went in. The other two were kind of going to his left and to his right, and it was uh, less of a um, oh you need to make these shots scenario, more of a he's just shooting in rhythm and making shots, which I thought. Yeah. Helped his game a lot, you know, facilitated the the ball a lot better. I think he ended up uh, no assists, but I think him being off ball, I, I I'm kind of like having looked at the footage. I kind of want to see him more off ball. Like I'm not. That's not a, oh, we need to get him off ball, but it's more of a. I think he can have uses if you're kind of running him off ball a little bit more because he's he's not he's not stupid with his movement. And I think with DJ too, his movement's really good too. Like you can run both of those guys baseline all the way back out. And get the, and get them both shots, and I think you know we could we could mirror that action on both sides of the court. So I, I'm, I was just yeah super proud. Anything else you want to kind of no man it say was, about um, that? Yeah, it was a good it, performance. I, I'm you know I'm not always high on Casper, and I'm mm. criticised regularly, but um, couldn't criticise that. Yeah, so that 30, 32 minutes, twenty two points, seven of thirteen from the floor, three of six from two, four of seven from three, going into the teeth of the D a couple of times. Um, just in general, this game had a lot of like guys going inside and just getting crunched for no calls. Like I there felt like like we had a couple as well, but some of those like Oliver could have fouled out a couple of times. <laughs> I think Deng could have fouled out a couple of times. Noy had this like dirty swipe on um, on Moller 
just came straight down on him. And then you could hear it on the coverage. Like I was watching it again. You could hear it on the coverage. And then the ref comes up and he's just like, no, nah, no, nah, that was just clean as. And I'm like, what? You could hear the slap. Like, oh, like, okay, maybe it might have been his hand. But I was like, oh. oh. Um, but I, th- I think it takes us into, you know, Jarrell Martin, his performance as well. I think uh, probably a better performance. I think I was more proud of Casper's, you know, maturity and um, facilitating the team, sort of helping the offense. But I think Jarrell Martin was just old school down low. Old was, school down low. Good, it was so reminds, good to watch. So good to watch. It reminds me a little bit of LaMarcus Aldridge, really. That's kind of, that's his style of play. But defensively was very strong. Um, never gave up, never give, gave in. You know, he had a couple of blocks on him as well. Just you know, he doesn't. He doesn't seem like an import that's here to get paid. It seems like he's an import to come and actually be an avenue to get back to the NBA. This mm. is what I see. I feel like the the imports are now not like okay, this is a paycheck. I'm playing in a Mickey Mouse league. They're like, mm. okay, there's actual avenue for me to get back to the NBA if I play well in this league, mm. um, which we haven't had for many years. You know, you look go back to to you know the mid two thousands this was just a Mickey Mouse league guys used to come out and get a paycheck before they went off to Europe again. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it wasn't, it wasn't okay. These guys have actually gone on a path back to hit, you know, hitting the NBA. um, And, and the scouts obviously here looking at these games and being more aware of the NBA because the next star program, Mm. it feels like they're playing harder and they're not playing Mickey Mouse ways. They're not unfit. They get fit. They play hard, and the quality of the basketball was definitely shown from it. Yeah, he it was it was good to see too because Cairns are a team you know defensively down low. They got one of the best shot blockers in the league, and Oliver, some long dudes too, and some big guys in Jawai. You know, quite noy, quite good defensively. Majok Deng. Um, I love that we just threw it to him and was just like, just keep pounding in, just keep pounding, and he just loved it. He was in there like you know, I think he got blocked pretty early on. It was we didn't score a point for like the first two minutes and then we just had a timeout. And I remember looking up and just being like, well, timeout two minutes in, you know, like what the hell's going on here? And he obviously corrected a couple of things because, you know, we were, we were a lot less open defensively after that. Um, but to just tossing the ball to drill, I, I just loved every second of that. He had, uh, what did he have? 23 minutes, 22 points, 11 of 21. So <laughs> took 21 shots. That's good. Yeah, that's, it's good. Um, 11 of 19 from two and then none of two from three. Uh, also, 10 boards, three assists, but also three turnovers. But I think you're going to get a couple of turnovers if you're tossing the ball into a guy. And he's, you know, lacking a little bit of match fitness, new to the league, copped a few of those fouls where you're just like, that's a foul, and that's a foul, and that's a foul. And, you know, oh, okay, it's just out of him, and now it's Cairns' ball. Okay, sure, sure thing. And a couple of times he's just like, like, what? Like, what the hell is going on here? It, 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 the basketball's improved, but the refereeing has been pretty, pretty standard. Yeah, I think it's the refereeing's gone slightly better, like slightly better. I don't know. Sometimes they just must go before they get all right, boys. We're just going to let a little bit more go tonight, and then mm. you just see these hacks, and then everyone's like, "What the hell?" Like last game, you would have fouled out within three minutes, and we'd be paraded to the line for mm. for like an hour. But no, that wasn't the case. So maybe they're going to let a little bit more go this year. Who knows? Well, hopefully, we saw um, Jordy Hunter foul out in the first game in similarish circumstances, like. You know, big guy in the paint overpowering the guy who has to foul a lot. And you go, yeah, all right, fair enough. You know, Jordy's not the, the best post defender. You know, he's still learning his craft up against a couple of the, the better inside players in Can, that Cairns have. The other thing too is Machado fouls out. 
And yeah, I went back and watched those and four of those were just bad, stupid fouls. Like one under the bucket on Moller from behind just like went straight down on his arms, came up doing these ones. And I'm going, you just hacked him. Like what? I don't, what? And, and then I've, I've been watching this Melbourne game and, you know, I went back and watched them. Like, he, every foul, he's just like, I didn't foul him. I didn't foul him. And it's like, even if it was an intentional foul, I just swear I didn't foul him, sir. Like, oh, I just couldn't believe that. I wanted to tweet out, you know, um, you know, if you just, if you foul a guy five times, you, you have to sit down. Like, he, and even he was on the bench, like, oh, I can't believe I fouled out, boys. Um, what are you, you ooing? Something? Yeah, I just yeah, Melbourne just won by two points. Yeah, so yeah, I had that on. Um, so yeah, spoiler alert, we'll get to the uh, tipping comp. So I'll, I'll add that Jeez. into the uh, the tipping manual. Um, yep. But yeah, I thought that was kind of big to him him fouling out. It allowed us to um, scramble their offense a little bit more on the defensive end. Jerich didn't play all that well. I mean, some of those hoiks though. That, oh, that lo- oh. Some of his just that one that went in near the end. I'm like, yeah, like what is that? I just it's just some of the filthiest jocks that go in. It's, it's just trebuchet, mate. That's what we're gonna call him, trebuchet. <laughs> Treb. <laughs> um, but he, yeah, he didn't have as much of an impact. Two of seven, he got hot in the first game, which was a big thing of how they kind of tied the game up. Um, we also we talked about DJ before, but Brad Newley, we've got an old warhorse, Dirty Brad. After name him after yeah, that man. step back, another solid performance, and again, getting to the hole. Uh, what do you, I'm just looking at his box score. What do you have off the bench? 28 minutes, 17 points, seven of 14 from inside. Uh, one of two from three. He's quietly just shooting the three ball quite well on low, low volumes, five rebounds, one assist and a steal as well. So defensively and offensively two way affecting the, affecting the game. It's fantastic. Make fine wine. Just, he just keeps hanging around, man. Mm. He's got such a simple game. It's just like, all right, I get two steps and have my shoulder in line with the basket and I'll lay it in. And I'm like, man, we've got to put him in way more positions. Like, And I think now he's kind of going to the rim, kind of getting those seams. He did have a couple of, like he got hacked a couple of times, yeah. um, probably should, should, have, should have shot a few more free throws. But if he can have these same performances as well, you know, we're going to be a lot better team. And he affects our transition offense too. Like he gets us into transition. He's a real threat getting to the basket too. Like it puts a lot of teams on the back foot. And he can find guys, I think, as well as his game, like as we develop our offense with a lot more inside in Jarrell Martin. Because you you put Jarrell Martin and Andrew Burgett side by side, and it's an entirely different type of offense. Like you're not going to get the same defensive uh, presence as Burgett. Uh, but at the same time, you're gonna you get more mobility, you get scoring threat, you get movement of the, the like the spacing around the basket. I think that was one of the things we really did well, and as well as um, like team rebounding. Like I think with more mobile guys, we actually can box out and rebound a lot better, as well as with the scoring inside, it kind of spaces the floor a little bit more for guys to find seams and get to the hole, which was good. Indeed. Yep. Um, and big big balls, Shawnee Bruce's. Absolute chuck at the end of the first half, like a running out of bounds push shot that went in. It was, it was like a, yeah, sweet. It was a running floater. It was, it was just right, circus, and it, uh, you have to you have to have only have upswing from that kind of shot. Though. Mm-hmm. That, so that's he had. You, sorry, yeah, keep going. It's only got to give you confidence going into to the rest of the game. So that comes into kind of what I was gonna like talk about. Uh, do you feel like he's playing well? I feel like he's defending quite well. Mm. His offense hasn't got going yet. Nah. Um, I think he's struggling a little bit. 
I don't know if it's um, the the lineups that were kind of playing him off ball to Casper or like as a, a two guard to Casper. I don't. I, yeah, don't. That's, I don't like that lineup. Yeah. I like. I do like him coming off and running the bench unit. Um, just but because Casper's so ball dominant, and it's not like when Casper's on the floor and he's he's scoring at a high rate or a high percentage of the Kings' attempts. Sean isn't really needed. Mm. Like it's not like you need a point guard to then facilitate him. He's just going to yeah. take it, come around a screen and try and score, or drive the lane or shoot the three. I would much rather see DJ in that lineup who can potentially, you know, if Casper drives into traffic, can kick out and can come around a curl and shoot the ball. Mm. Uh, whereas uh, Bruce is very much going to get set. His feet have to get set and mm. he's not, you know, he pretty much has to be open to knock down a shot. If he is open, it is a very good chance he will knock down a shot, but he's not really one to shoot in in a lot of traffic. Mm. So he's two of eight to start the season from three. Uh, a couple of those have been wide open. He has eight assists. He's our leading assist uh, getter. I don't know, like, does it feel like when we play those Casper, Sean Bruce lineups, like, they're both facilitating. Like it's not like oh, Casper's facilitating. Shawnee Bruce is going to score, or Shawnee Bruce is facilitating. Casper's going to score. Like kind of feels like they're both just like meshing together into one one yeah. player. Where it's like oh well, one of you guys is an odd man out now. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't work. It's, it's not. It's not my favorite lineup to be honest with you. Um, just looking at the actual lineups, uh, the on off. So Bruce is in that um, seven eight minutes already, and he's in that like a minus seven lineup. Um, whereas if you look at Vasilovic, Moller, Martin, Ware, Newley is our best lineup. Um, that has a lot more kind of size. That's, the, that's I think where you're talking about if you have DJ subbed in as opposed to Bruce, I think it kind of works a little bit better. Mm. Um, or, or Diddy, but Diddy's obviously. Yeah, Diddy's yeah got those back troubles. I I kind of would just go have, have another couple of games to just get that back right. Yeah, I almost feel like we got a little bit of a uh, momentum push and some some gel in this these lineups. Even like Tommy Vaudeville coming off the bench, giving some hustle. I think he got Oliver as well up in the air for his score um, at the rim. Basically, got him off his feet and laid the ball in, which was good. And this team just feels way faster than last year. Yeah, well, that's that's anything with Bogut missing yeah. from it. And Bogut and kick it, you know, <laughs> kicks. Yeah, no kicks too. We've got to we've got to miss his ankle injury too. He's out for another game too tomorrow. He's out. Yeah, wonder what's going on there, DK. No, no, no rush, no rush. Mm, true, no rush. Um, so other things we can talk about. Uh, so that third quarter run was a bit of a worry. Um, I wanted what, to do was, a, a three. What was sorry, more of a bit of a worry is there was no timeout called. Yeah, that was the first thing I was going to say. There's no timeout, so um, Hunter makes a layup, and Vasilovic. Uh, sorry, Vasilovic lays it in. We're up fourteen. Uh, with 3.25 to go, and in 3.25, basically, can score three times. A bunch of subs happen. King scores. Krislovich scores. Jarrell Martin gets a two, back up by six, and then Noy makes a three, and King makes a two-point dunk to make a one-point game going to the fourth, and I was just like, oh, no. This is going to be that same thing again, isn't it, where we just mm-hmm. let these leads slip and, you know, no garbage time. Struggle. Although, although NBL isn't, you know, a garbage time haven, there isn't that much garbage time happening in most games. But yeah, I had the feeling of just like, ah, oh, here we go. Like, you know, that that run that happens, and then everyone drops their heads. And credit to them, credit to the Kings. You know, they put their heads up in the fourth and close it out. 
We did. Yeah. Any anything else about that run? No. No, I think it was a great run. I think we um we got down the stretch effectively. And it was all started by Kuat Noi making a three and a foul. Yeah. And I've gone back and watched that loads of times and just like, there's no foul there. No. It was another one where I was just like, I don't know where the foul is there. Um, it was a little bit of a lucky call. I was down 14 at the time. So I was just like, a bit sus that is. I think Ford should have called when you're getting, when you're going on a kind of three scoring. Yeah, stretch. I think it was, yeah, 62 to 70 when we were up eight. I think when he brought all those subs in, we should have time out. Yeah, um, just... Did he have the timeouts though? Did he call a timeout? I think he did. So yeah, that was a bit worrying. A bit of a worry, I thought. Yeah, I just think like, that yeah. against another team that may not as be as effective, especially going into the fourth. If you're in the end of the first quarter, you can kind of go, oh yeah, that's well, even then going into the half. But the third quarter, man, this is this is a big quarter. This is what you need to kind of wrestle in order to you know set yourself up for the win. Mm. But um, anyway, it was good. They got it in the end, and um, we take one on the road. Yeah. Um, the other thing, yeah, um, Angus Glover, his knee looks like he might have blown it again. That kind of hurts. Yeah. I, I feel so bad for him, man. It looked like his other knee, though. I'm sure he's had the three on his left knee, three knee recos on that left knee. This one looked like his right knee. He said three knee on one knee? I think so. Yeah, he's got some sort of genetic defects, man. That's Gen- just <laughs> it's genetic. Well, it is, it's man. Like aliens. It's aliens. Um, no, what happened? But yeah, I was, I was so gutted, man. Just those shots of him on the bench too, just being like, I was just like, oh, you're killing me, man. Stop showing me him looking dejected. That hurts. It's, it's just hard, man. Like some people just, you know, I, I say this about Dante Exxon. Their bodies just don't hold up to the hard hardwood, you know. Maybe mm. if they were playing AFL, they'd be okay, but... It's the hardwood and the change in directions and, you know, maybe there's some genetic weaknesses in the ligaments. Mm. So he's – the one thing is that I have hope of is he's up against Jawai. I've watched it back and he kind of like he collides with Jawai on his left side and it looks like it's his right knee. So if he's pushing off, that's a worry. Like, you know, I I thought it might have been a collision or something. Like if you hit Jawai, it's like you're going to feel it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, it looks like he's kind of pushing off into Jawai, you know, and then, yeah, that's where, that's how his knee went. Yeah. So that's, doesn't look good. Um, and then, then they said in the commentary, he said there wasn't as much pain as the other ACLs he's had. He's like, it wasn't as much pain, but still, you know, I was like, Ugh. yeah, Kill could me, be, a, it could be a partial, could be an MCL. You just don't know. Mm. Still knee related. Scary. Um, anything else on the game stats wise? I uh, don't think so. Jarrell was really good. DJ, Shawnee Bruce, Molo. I've got I think Hunter coming off the bench and giving us some decent minutes. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm impressed so far. I, th- I expected him to kind of continue to start and kind of them to bring us to bring um, Jarrell off the bench a little bit more, maybe one or two more games. But Jarrell just went straight in. And I think that was another thing that turned our, turned our offense because we were just like, oh, toss it in, toss it in. Like, and that got us kind of moving a little bit, which was good. Um, but yeah, apart from that, pretty solid, solid win. Um, we got that Brisbane game tomorrow, which we'll talk about a little bit further in. Uh, now that I can add in United, you want to go tips and three two ones? Yeah, let's do that. So we'll do three two ones. Good to see more people. Shout out if you're watching. Um, let's get in on the three two one MVP for the, from the fans. We want more fan interaction. I think we've got about six or seven for this one. Hopefully, as the season goes on, we'll get more and more people participating. So if you're out there and you're watching, 
and you want to give a three, two, one, uh, you know, three for your best player, two for second best, one for third best, make sure you do it after every game. I'll make sure I post it and let anyone or everyone know to get in on that. Uh, we'll do that first. What do you, who was your three, two, one? Uh, Martin, Casper, DJ. Casper, DJ. So I went, I went where Martin, DJ. I think it's a tough one. I, I, I think on face value and on, um, you know, just, just raw, raw performance, I think Martin gets the three points. But I kind of liked where's, like, what that performance meant from where to yeah. give him the three. Does that make sense? Is that the name or? Yeah, no, it does make sense. Because I don't know. I just, I feel like there's a turning point here where he just goes, ah, oh, I'm, I'm actually doing more than trying to score the ball here. Yeah. And it, I feel like it, like it, in, it works better, man. It works better with this what we got in this team. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm, you can tell I'm just avoiding going. I'm glad we don't have Bogut in this offense because he was just so slow. But I, I don't want to be. I don't, I'm not there yet. But I'm like, I'm yeah, liking this in. a lot better. Two games in. Two games in. Two games. Um, fan MVP. Yeah. So there's a lot more in the fan MVP, which is good. Uh, get in there. Even if you're watching now, throw it in the comments below. If you're watching right now. Uh, tipping, tipping, tipping. We were, you and I were just short of a uh, perfect round, a okay. miss each. You, yeah, everyone else tipped Perth and you tipped Phoenix. Phoenix. Oh. And uh, everyone, I, I tipped Breakers. Everyone tipped Breakers. You tipped 36ers, so you got that. <laughs> Those Breakers be terrible, my friend. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame. Um, they, were actually, they actually weren't too bad. I watched that game and... They're just missing an extra couple of scorers. Yeah, they're really. missing a piece. They're missing two. Ty Webster was just going off, and then they just kind of had no answer for Humphreys, where it was just a Humphreys. Oh yeah, Humphreys is actually good. No, like, don't take the first two games into account. He is actually good. Fair enough. No, he's he's pretty good. He hasn't played basketball in a very very long time. That's why but he just um, went nuts at the end of that game as well. Don't don't, don't sleep on him. Trust me. Uh, so we got a massive round this round. There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games. Jeez. Yeah, so I'm going to rattle them off from the top. Bullets tomorrow at home to the Kings. Kings. Yeah, I can't tip against the Kings. I think they're, we're in red-hot form. The Bullets have been a bit like... Safety ooh. harness is not the one for me, my friend. The harness, yeah, struggling. Um, lost both of those games to the Hawks. Uh, 36ers at the Breakers. 36ers? Oh, sorry. 36ers at home to the Breakers. I should read these out probably. Yeah, 36ers. 36ers. I went Breakers just because I want to ride that Breakers train. I think they might bounce back and get a win. Uh, Taipans at home to the Hawks. This is it. I'm going to have to pick Taipans here. I know the Hawks have been played well, but I'm going to go Types. Taipans are looking a bit gassed. They're looking gassed, but I think they'll take it. They'll take it up. They've played four games, so it's with good reason. Uh, I don't have in front of me when these games are, but yeah. Uh, Perth at home to the Phoenix. Bounce back from the Phoenix, maybe? No, I'm going to go Perth. Perth yeah. at home is a stronghold. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll flop. Yeah, you'll just flip-flop. That's, no, nah, that's fair enough. It's a safe, safe bet. Um, Phoenix will probably win now. Bullets at home to the Taipans. Taipans. I went Taipans. Man, 0 and 4 for the Bullets to start. Oof, that's, that's tough. 36 is at home to the Kings. Ooh. Ooh. Do, 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 do. 
Thirty-sixes. Thirty-sixes. Wow. Already twice he's tipped against them. I just tipped against Josh, the Kings. If Josh Giddy has a good game against our guards, it's all over. Mm. It's just too big, man. Too mm. much mutant point guard in there um, against our smaller array of guards. Little little Jordy on uh, Jordy on Humphrey's crime. It's going to be good, man. Yeah, mm. Jerome Martin on uh, DJ and it's DJ. He's good. DJ's been good, but man, he's just. But, that their bigs, their bigs are quite. He's good. like Aussie Tip Duncan. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Um, United at the Phoenix. United. United, yeah, they're red hot as well. I uh, went United and Perth at home to the Breakers. Perth. Perth. I had that typed out before you even said it. Um, so yeah, that rounds out week three, uh, round three rather. I don't know when round four is going to be. Uh, the 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 NBL's kind of. Putting that out as it goes. Yeah. So everyone that's in the tipping comp, make sure you get those tips in by tomorrow um, before the first game. Three o'clock, I think, tip between the tip Bullets off. and the Kings. Yeah, uh, yeah you got na- you got another day to do that. And then, yeah, we'll make sure we keep everyone up to date with what's happening with round four as soon as the NBL lets us know. Uh, now, Brisbane? Yeah, man. Any thoughts? Worst team in the comp by about a country mile. Yeah. Damn, I had that feeling about the Hawks at the start of the year. Like after yeah. we played that preseason game, I was looking at the Hawks going, what is this? But the Gorge, mate. The Gorge. So, yeah, Lamanus with the Bullets. Didn't actually do any research. My research was based around like the tipping, <laughs> tipping comp. Um, so I'm just going to look them up. Well, Kadi, Sobi. Um, uh, it's a rough mix. Um, Hodgson. Yeah, Hodgson Froling's no in that team now. Yeah, no, no, no Lamar Patterson's. There goes kind of like 14 to 20 points a night. Mm. Um, just not a scoring team, man. Kadee and Sobe typically aren't high volume scorers. Yeah, Sobe- so Sobe's got that small man scorer too type of thing going on. You know, wants to get to the hole, you know, can shoot it and get hot. Kadi's kind of got the, I'll just get hot and then, you know, stub out a cigarette and leave the venue and you're like, where'd he go? Um, this maybe was it a, a weird sort of matchup for the Hawks, maybe kind of clouding things? Yeah, I think that um, Hawks had a couple of guards play as well that um, have, have kind of hit red hot form. Mm, Jessup, uh, Justin and Jessup looks good. Yeah, yeah, it does. Kadi yes. four of eleven in the first game. Oof, eight of sixteen for Sobi uh, Johnson. Who's this? Orlando Johnson played tw- ten minutes. It was terrible. Didn't do anything. Um, what's going on? Go back to the other game. Yeah, I don't know about this Bullets team. Does do they have Drimmage came off the bench in the first game? Do they have any weapons like to kind of put us off our game, really? Not really. Um, maybe if Froling kind of gets back to some sort of... Um, but he's kind of come off the bench as well. Yeah, if, if, if Froling gets back to some sort of like uh, anything, really, it's, it's kind of a bit of a worry, to be honest with you, roster. Let's go to roster. Mm, so Drimmage started, Froling, yeah. Drimmage Law, Kadi, Froling. Blake Jones, Tanner Krebs, Victor Law, Nathan Zobie. That's not a great team. It's not a good team. <laughs> really having a look at this. So no Hodgson. Uh, I don't know if Hodgson's back for this game. 
Um, but having a look at this, like 25 minutes, six points, two or five for Froling. Like, what is that? And That's Sobi, just... 10 of 20, like t- taking 20 shots in this team. Yeah. If when, when Sobi's taking that many shots, you know that you've got an issue. Victor Law. Why did I know that name? I saw V Law and I was like, Victor Law. And then I had to just click it and go, yeah, it is Victor Law. I don't know why I knew that. Six of 16. Ooh, interesting. I don't know. Drimic, Drimic has, you know, the the hard man, small hard man mentality that might get in between our cracks a little bit. I mean, Mola kind of neutralizes him though. Mm. And then Sobi uh, against our guards, you know, I feel like we've got a decent array of guards to kind of shut him down. And yeah. Diddy, we kind of put Diddy on him a couple of times last year and it was just like, you just get that guy. <laughs> he was like, yes, yes, sir. Um, very, very interesting. Interesting game coming up. I think um, the more interesting game is going to be the Adelaide game. I really do think that. Oh, a double Giddy, double preview. What do you got for that? If Josh Giddy can reclaim some of that for Humpo's in in red hot form, DJ is playing very well. You know that's that that's a that's a decent lineup. That's um that's a lineup that is going to score seventy on the floor. You know what I mean? Like, mm. and, and Josh Giddy's just getting better and better and better. Um, I'm pretty high on him. I'm not yeah, I was going to say, pretty high on Josh Giddy. After that, what do you cop a, like, hit the floor on a dunk? Yeah, elbow, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's right, yeah, face planted off a dunk. Um, that was pretty funny. Yeah, I didn't, that's, it's never funny. Sunday Detch, like, hustle. Yeah. Um, Josh Giddy, Isaiah Humphreys, DJ. Crocker. Donald, Crocker, Donald too, has kind of unassumingly been... Like half decent, hitting big shots in big moments, especially down the stretch of that other game. Sloney, Sloney boy. Sloney, good. 20, yeah, 20, 20 points in 27 minutes is not bad. Five of 11 yeah. against uh, um, the breakers in that win. But DJ, I don't know. Do we have a real, real uh, two of 11 in that game from the inside, DJ? Damn. Yeah. We Sorry, just... two of 11 from the field, one of eight from inside. Damn. Against the breakers, yeah. who the breakers Rob got inside? Rob Lowe. Wow. I don't know, man. I just think the um, they've got a well balanced team, the thirty sixes, mm. and I think they'll be a tough assignment for our bigs, and that's where we'll kind of we'll struggle. Yep. All right. Well, that that ends this episode. Uh, so remember, as always, to like and subscribe. We're on Facebook. We're over on YouTube. We'll be putting these up. I didn't get a chance to do the three things we learned. I haven't had a chance to cut the game up yet. Um, I might do after these two games coming up. We'll do a three things we learned over those three games stretch. Uh, yeah, so like and subscribe. We're, we're up in audio form as well on Podcast Addict and iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Uh, anything else we need to plug? Oh, we got a Patreon too. If you guys want, I'm putting together some stats, uh, a stats page. If you guys want some access to that, some shot charts, some, uh, some extra stuff like who assisted who, some plus minus stuff, some lineup plus minus stuff. If you're interested in that sort of stuff, think about donating to the Patreon and get a link to have a look at some of that stuff too. To be honest with you, it blew my mind when he showed me. I was like, what is this? What is this? So, yeah, if you're interested in that sort of stuff, then, um, yeah, chuck a couple of dollars our way, trying to get some uh, professional hosting up and up and running. So that's where the money's going to go. It's obviously not going to go in our pockets. It's going to go towards the, the uh, podcast and the channel and growing our uh, array of things we can bring to everyone out there. Uh, and I guess the only thing left to say is we will see you guys next time. On the King's Dive. <laughs>